on BBC Radio WM. It's time for a cheeky little bit of mind, body and soul. You know, this is literally my favourite feature in the entirety of my whole show on a weekend. Because this is where I get to chat to some incredible guests and just get tips on how we can improve our mental and physical well-being. Because let's be honest... The last two, well, to be honest, we're about to touch into three years now. They've just been a bit trash. So we're trying to make ourselves feel better at all times. The little things in life. It's like I've been asking you, what is it that you're grateful for? What is it you get up in the morning and say, do you know what? I'm happy that I have that in my life. But also, I like to give you a bit of mind, body and soul, a bit of a cleansing. Okay? So come away from my show feeling better than you did. But joining me in the studio, might I add, is Arj Tirachalvam who is head coach at Performance Physique in Solihull. Hello. Hello, Letitia. Um, how are you? You all right? I'm great. Good, really good. good. How are you? I'm all right. It's nice to meet you in person, as you just Absolutely. said. Because yeah, last time we spoke on the phone. But it's great to have you. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. So let's talk to you, you know, about, you know, the first London Marathon is on the way in October. And lots of people in the West Midlands will be taking part. Now, you're yeah. coming up with tips to help people with their training, aren't you? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. We actually have quite a few people from our, our club uh, competing this year. We've been really lucky to get some spaces. Wow. And, uh, you know, there's tens of thousands of people who are going to be doing this as their first ever event. So what better setting than the London Marathon? Absolutely. Absolutely. So should you actually, because here's the thing, right? When you think about the marathon, it's like 26 miles, right? That's a, do you know what? I think I drive less than that to come to work. <laughs> I genuinely think I drive. And the idea of running all that way, yeah. kind of, I'm tired already, just yeah. the thought of it. So when you're training, should you actually be running the full 26 miles in the build-up to the, the marathon? Definitely not. And that's that's a great introduction to the, the common issues um, that I see from most people is they, yeah. they think they have to go that full distance. Yeah. None of my runners go that full distance. Yeah. They generally finish at about 18 miles being their longest run. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we just start tapering their training down. If you go and run a full marathon, it's very, very unlikely you're going to be repairing and recovering ready for the, I think it's the 2nd of October, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting to know. Because I naturally would have thought, oh, you've got to get one practice running. Do you know what I mean? Like, or you might have to do it one time to see if you can actually do it. Yeah. But in that case, if you're not doing it for the full 26 months, how do you know that you're going to make it? Because if I, it's like when I do shows or when I do things like that. If you don't practice yeah. all the way through, how do you know that you might not mess up? This is a bit different. You can't mess up. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get you completely. It, there's a lot of it which comes down to to this phrase of trust the process. Yeah. You, as long as you work with a program or work with someone to do this, you know, get yourself a coach to do something like the marathon because yeah. it is incredibly demanding. But as long as you know there are certain things in place, you've experienced the speeds of what it's like to run, you've got some volume in your legs, so that's basically covering lots of miles during the week and the months building up. Yeah. As long as you know you can get to mile 18, that's all of the physical parts done. Mile okay. 18 onwards, people talk about um, hitting the wall. Mm. Um, that is just about nutrition. And it's really about understanding how you fuel your run and the couple of days before your run in order to take you from mile 18 to mile 26. But I'm not going to lie, there's going to be nerves. Okay. Well, funny you mention nutrition because obviously, you know, you've been doing a lot of work around nutrition and eating healthily. So what are your top tips? First and foremost, it's basically... Don't try anything on race day. 
you must have practiced this. You've what do you tried. mean? If you try something brand new on race day, it might go horribly wrong. Yeah, you could have allergic reaction. Exactly, yeah. And there's, there's all sorts of nasty things, which is, you know, post 9pm kind of discussion um, for what I've seen from runners. And therefore, it's really important. Whatever you do, you're going to practice it from about a month out. So right now, this week is a great time to start practicing your fueling for, for when yeah. you run. So we want some really simple carbohydrates and ideally, actually, energy gels that you can practice with in your training runs and on your longer weekend runs. Normally during this show, that kind of thing, you know, stick yeah. your headphones in, put you on and go for exactly, a long run. Exactly, yeah, I like yeah. that, I like that. <laughs> Good um, and basically, practice taking on all of those carbohydrates and mm. your isotonic drinks. That's going to help fuel your running. Yeah. It's really important. We take on food in the form of an energy gel and hydration whilst we run. In terms of actual nutrition tips in the build-up, it's about making sure you have sufficient protein with every single meal because you're going to be repairing those muscle tissues. It's not just about eating protein to get really big and muscly. Um, as an endurance runner or as someone training for a marathon, it doesn't matter what level you are at, you need protein to repair. And then also making sure you have some source of carbohydrates. And they're these lovely things like potatoes and pasta and rice, all of the things which I really, really enjoy. And if you say you're doing it for a marathon... Then you've got this like free pass, basically. <laughs> Love that. So why are you boiling a whole bag of pasta? I've got the marathon coming. You know this. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. And you know what? That makes so much sense. Like, I remember I've seen things, like you say, it's too early for before 9pm conversation, <laughs> but there's some quite famous marathon mm. runners who things have happened to them during, yeah, yeah and I couldn't know. I mean, first of all, I probably couldn't run the marathon. Like, I think I don't think I would have that. I think I'd probably get to, like, put it this way, I tried to couch to 5K once. I didn't finish it. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't finish it because a because I started to get busy again. I started it at the at the sort of the end of the pandemic, yeah. so I was coming back into work and all that kind of thing. But um, I just remember the I remember the first day, right? Oh my gosh, right? I remember the first day. I was like, "Yeah, you know, I've got this." Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, because I'd been I'd been doing lots of hiking. Oh, great! Um, that was my thing, and I'd I'd not like, I'd not long um, climbed Snowdon, so I I literally thought, awesome. you know what? <laughs> I'm so good at this. I'm going to ace it, right? Catch 5K, what? In two days? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so I've done the first go. Well, you know, you know you've know, got, um, I think it's like you run for like a minute and then you walk for yeah. like two or whatever. I never realised how hard that would be because I'm not, I've never been a runner. Do you know what I mean? Anything like that. And I actually, I was like, oh God, but I am asthmatic. So when I was doing that walking bit, I was, I was like, Right, I'll wait. I won't take my inhaler right now. I'll take it in the next go. <laughs> so then, at least then I can maybe control my breathing a little bit better. So then when I run again, but then I found when I was running, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Yeah, that's, <laughs> not, that's not medical advice. <laughs> yeah, don't anybody do what I did, okay? Don't anybody do what I did. But I was like, oh gosh. And I thought, I just said, Oh, do you know what my asthma? Yeah, it's just it's not it's just making it hard for me. Like I better just stop for a minute. <laughs> and then I just thought, I need to come back to this when I actually really want to do. It. I just tried mm. it because everyone was trying it. Yeah. Rather than do you know what I really want to get into running. It was just more about let's have a go. Just bants. <laughs> well, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that though. You you basically the hardest part is signing up for day one, mm. and then after that, for for anyone who isn't a, a seasoned runner, yeah, it's about just building a routine. Yeah. People t people ask me all the time, how do you stay so motivated all the time? Mm. And I say, like, oh, I don't. I'm not motivated all the time. I love that. 
but I have as a routine. sad, but I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, as in like, oh, it's a shame that you're not motivated. Also, but I, I like that you're so honest about it because yeah. it's true. Everybody's yeah. human. Absolutely. And it's just about, okay, I'm, I'm not motivated to do today's session, but I could just do this or this or this. And I've got the options to, to go from. And as long as I keep a bit of consistency each day mm. or each week, then it's like it starts building up very slowly and that's my motivation. And do you think it's better to do it in a group as well? Groups are definitely easier. Yeah, I trust yeah. it on my own. And there's this very mm. strange man in the park as well. So I think that also didn't help. Well, so. that's, that's a really big thing. It's, it's a massive thing, particularly there was a campaign recently, wasn't there, about female runners yeah. and feeling safe and secure. And that's that's what I, I built this thing called Friday Night Track Club. And one of the, the key reasons I think that I had or still have 70% female runners is yeah. because it's in a secure track and it's floodlit. And it's just this sense of, well, there's, a, there's someone with us actually coaching the session. So I know I've got them as backup, but also no one can kind of lurch out on the track at me exactly yeah and i think i think that also put me off i went to i know i had never spoken to any of my friends about this park that i was going to and mm. so nobody gave me advice but apparently it's known for like it was known for having oh no you know sometimes the the odd person in there just being strange so uh, there's me doing my thing and i've just ran down this little bit and i saw this man just appear when i tell you i just did a, I just did a 180 <laughs> just went in the opposite direction i was like nope and uh, and i just ran out of there and i rang my partner and I was like, um, so can you just like stay on the phone till I walk back yeah. to the car, please? Because uh, I don't feel very safe. And uh, I'm giggling, but it's not funny because no. um, it's something that is obviously an extremely serious thing. And I do think that doing it in groups is, is I, I think I'd have got further if I'd have done it in a group. 100%. Because, you know, it's I'd have been able to. Yeah, exactly. It's like when I tell people things on air and I'm like, right, I've said I'm going to do it now, so I have to. <laughs> and even if I don't want to, the minute I said it, the minute it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I do that? You know what I mean? But it is it what it is. You've got to do it 100%. 100%. Now, of course, you know, we've had the summer holidays. It's mental to think that the kids have been off for mm. about seven weeks. Have you got kids? No, no, no. Oh, I was going to say. Loads could... of them, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I bet you can't wait for them to go back to school. But <laughs> you haven't gone, but that's fine. Like, but yeah, the kids are going back. I think, I think it's tomorrow for some schools. Yeah. I think some schools apparently have gone back. They went back on Friday, but. I don't understand that. Why send kids to school for one day? On a Friday as well. I know, That's a yeah, because where's idea. the motivation? Do you know what I'm saying? Where's the motivation? Why would you do that? It's, oh, cruelty. Cruelty. But, you know, for many people, it's the first time that they've been away in a couple of years. So they may have overindulged, okay? I know some of the presenters that work here said they've been on holiday recently and just come back and he went, all inclusive, gained half stone. <laughs> I was giggling away. But what's your best advice for getting back into shape? Um, set yourself some really firm written goals and they need to be written. There's some great research which shows if you write things down, mm. pen and paper, that you actually have a higher chance of sticking to it. Ooh, get get yeah. yourself a log in which you can tick off your, your um, accomplishments each week. And... Also, reach out, grab a grab a free program from somewhere. Get yourself a coach. Join a group. You know, that obviously we're based in in the Midlands, so I have a, a group who meet every week on a Friday. And for a lot of them, they haven't turned up the majority of summer. And I'm sorry for those people if I'm calling you out. But... <laughs> <laughs> they listen now, like this guy. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to go next week now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is that. <laughs> But it's so much easier if you have a group there working with you. But mm. there are loads of free running programs, loads of free exercise programs. I do them all over my social media and, and website. You know, people just enter in their email and they get this basically a, a week or a month, whatever program they sign up to, 
of free training. And it's those oh, things nice. which basically say, okay, it's attainable. I'm not having to pay loads out for it. And it's given me some structure to get back into things. And the most important reminder really is don't be judging yourself. Don't be you know, getting hangups about what has occurred. That doesn't matter. Mm. It's now and what you're going to change tomorrow and the day after and the day after. I See, that, I think that. that's the hardest thing is that self like, mm. oh gosh, do you know what? You're just lazy. Or, yeah. or do you know what I mean? Or like, oh, you've let yourself down. I think that's such a, well, it is, it's such a human thing to do. Yeah. If you miss one day, it's like, say you go on, on a diet. Well, I hate calling them diets. I've been on many diets in my life. Diets don't work. But healthy eating, you know, journeys or weight yeah. loss journeys. And I remember when I put myself on the first weight loss journey, I lost 11 stone. So clearly I did very good. Oh, my um, goodness. But when I, when I changed the way I looked at food like that, mm. And rather than it's, oh, you can't have that. Or if I had something, say I went out with friends or something for for dinner, I'd be like, do you know what? Actually, I really fancy a steak with chips. Yep. I'm going to have them chips. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy them. And I'm not going to beat myself up about yep. it afterwards. And it just, just little things like that definitely changes the way yeah. you can approach uh, weight loss or just nutrition or, or healthier lifestyles. Absolutely. Because otherwise, you can spiral out. I remember back in the day, like years and years ago, before I'd, before I'd lost any weight, I'd go on a diet, a diet, and I may go out with friends. I'd be like, oh, go on, go on then. So I'll have that. Next yeah. thing I know, two weeks down, I've gained the weight that I've lost because I've gone, oh, wow, stuff it now. Yeah. I've had them chips. That's it. I'm also going to have some cake. I don't even really like cake, but, you know, it's just <laughs> That's the example. part I'm more horrified about. <laughs> Who doesn't like cake? Honestly, there's only two cakes in the world I'll eat. I tell you what, right, let me do the travel, okay? And then... <laughs> After we've, when I've got a song on, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what which cakes I do I do do do, do like. Yes, that's right. It's BBC Radio WM. You tuning in with me, Letitia George, taking you all the way through until 2 p.m. We are still talking mind, body, and soul. And honestly, I'm having a great time. I don't know about you, but I'm having an absolutely brilliant time because I'm joined in the studio, might I add, by Arj Tirachalvam, who is the head coach at Performance Physique in Solly Hall. Now, I did just say to you very quickly <laughs> off air, but I didn't play a song. So I only like carrot cake. And red velvet cake. I knew it. What makes you say that? Because everyone likes red velvet cake. It's Do great. they though? Well, they should. Well, they should because it's, <laughs> it's it's nice. But have you, I don't know if you've ever had like the little. Uh, what shop is it from? I think it's Asda. Other shops are available, obviously. But they do a little red velvet cupcake. Never. And oh, you need to try one because that's just enough for me because it can be quite sickly. So I'm just like, mm, yeah, that's good. Okay, and I'm I never done. get sickly off off sweet things. Really? Oh, you got sweet too. <laughs> Very much. And this is this is why I, you know one of the reasons why I feel like I've worked so closely with people in yeah. nutrition. I know the the company's called Performance Physique, but it's not about performance. It's yeah. about everyone being able to achieve what they want. And a lot of people, you know, on their their health missions, like, oh, you're going to tell me to restrict that and restrict that. It's like, no, I'm going to tell you. We're going to find a way of fitting everything in. Yeah. Because. I love all of those things that everyone's <laughs> yeah. saying you don't have it. So I had to work out a way of achieving that, basically. I'm here for it. I'm so, so here for it. Oh, no, not little and often. That's the wrong one. <laughs> uh, in moderation. It's nothing is the thing I'm looking for. Not little and often. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, she says little and often, so I'm going to have <laughs> an entire cake. But throughout the day, little and often. Therefore... That's not it's as fine. bad. No, no, that's terrible. Don't do that. Don't eat in whole cake in a day, okay? That's not okay. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm trying to make you feel better, not make you feel sad. But tell us more about the work that you do at Performance Physique. 
Yeah, so as I kind of mentioned then, um, a lot of the work that we do is actually with general population. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's normal individuals who are looking to get a bit fitter. And it's usually spread into whether it's nutrition support, whether it's health and fitness, or it's just running. Um, so those are our three main arms. We run a junior athletics program. Oh, so wow. we've, we've coached thousands now over the over the years. We do these private running sessions, the group one on that Friday night, which I mentioned, which was about building a safe space and developing technique as opposed to just, you know, let's all go out and run. Let's work on your technique. And then the, the nutrition programs, you know, the, the support that we run through those programs is about nutrition education. So it's not kind of like you follow this diet. It's about this is what happens in the body. This is probably some of the myths that you've heard on, on mm. TV, etc. Let's correct those myths and teach you to live and maintain a healthy lifestyle. You know, after you've lost a little bit of weight, the hardest bit is actually being able to maintain that weight and live your normal life, like you said about social yeah. engagements. We have a section, you know, we do a week on how to go go out and eat and drink and have a really nice time with your friends whilst not feeling like you've just sabotaged yourself. A hundred percent. See, yeah, I, I'm here. I'm here for that because I know, like for example, from just um, just life really, and just looking at different things, trying to learn different things. I know if I want to go out with my friends, um, and I am going to be drinking. I say friends, like I've got loads. I've probably got about three. <laughs> say, uh, say, uh, so I will. I know that one of the lowest calorie alcoholic beverages is vodka, gin, and whiskey. And then not, if I, not all in the same glass. No, no, no. <laughs> Gee whiz, can you imagine? So I know one of them three, and then with yeah. either like a slimline tonic or a diet mixer or something yeah. like that. That's not so bad because yeah. I think, if I remember rightly, there's like 72 calories in a uh, shot of vodka. That's bang on, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's really so good. though things like that. So I remember, but if you have wine or beer, you're literally, you may as well, <laughs> you just ruin it for yourself. But also the thing is, if you go out, you're probably going to have more than one drink. Yeah. So the idea of having that vodka, you know, vodka lime soda, I think is literally about eight calories. And, but if you go and have a beer, it's about 150. Even for more. For one pint. Yeah, even or a more. half. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, I could still enjoy a drink, but then, you know, go out and do that. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm as if I remembered that. That's really impressive. After so long. Really good. So specific as well. But how did you first get into personal training? Were you always about fitness? Um, I was kind of one of those things of in the right place at the right time. Yeah. There was an old, old uh, sports centre called Norman Green Sports Centre in Sully Hall. Mm -hmm. Doesn't exist anymore. They, they, they kind of amalgamated, and it's Tudor Grange now. Um, but there were a load of elite athletes who used to train there. Mm -hmm. I went, I was, you know, I'm going to be a lawyer. And I went there to get a summertime job when I was like 15, 16. And I was like, oh, this is cool. These are all these people I see on TV. I want to be involved. And I just fell into the, one of the GB coaching groups and made friends and worked my way up. Went to Loughborough University, did my sports degree, um, lectured. I wrote a couple of university sports science degrees, worked all around the, the world, really, for big nutrition companies, big coaching things. And it was just like... Actually, the the industry of health and fitness is actually really poorly regulated, and there's not a lot of quality in there. Mm -hmm. There are some fantastic people who possibly don't get the recognition that they need, yeah. and there's a lot of misinformation as well, particularly with social media now. And I was like, right, my mission is effectively, I've worked with people who are novices and five years old through to Olympians, and then through to 70 years old. So the, the spectrum is really wide. 
I had this skill set of all this scientific knowledge, which apparently you're only allowed to give to the elite athletes. And I was like, well, that's rubbish. Really? It's like, no, we can translate all of that information yeah. and we can give it to everyone. So my whole mission was, okay, how can I help as many people as possible and get there as fast as possible? And it was always about coaching. It was about taking it a step further from just this, you know, this gym guy. I, I barely spend any time in the gym floor now. Now it's all about the scientific programming and how I can get people to the results as fast as possible. Because the idea is that, if you, you know, the old thing was, ah, oh, get them to work with you for six months, 12 months, and then you've got a good paycheck. And my idea was, if I can get someone results in four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, then I just look really good at my job. <laughs> and that's, that's all it was. So I, I basically took all these principles that I would use with elite athletes and opened the doors to everyone. And it was I had all this nutrition experience and coaching experience, put them together, and it was a whole package. And thankfully, we've had hundreds of uh, success stories now. That's amazing. And it, for you as well, it must be... So satisfying, you know, mm. just so like, oh, I love that. To see your clients meeting their goals. Yeah, you, you wouldn't believe it. About 15 minutes just before we came on. Yeah. I've got a guy running at the, the London half. He's beaten his target by two and a half minutes for the half marathon. whoopsie do over the moon. Got a few more coming up at New York and London. And it's just really exciting because seeing people succeed. You know when they say don't live your, your dreams through other people or yeah. through your children and stuff? I definitely live vicariously through these people I train. <laughs> That, but I can understand why because you're making them feel good but in return that makes you feel yeah. good and that's all we want in life is to feel yeah. good do you know Absolutely. so no I'm here for it I'm do, like don't, don't let anyone say different I said so <laughs> but how how much do you think exercising regularly and you know working on our physical health uh, can also improve our mental health I'd actually say that that comes first I genuinely think you get those results mm. sooner than anything physical just the experience of going out and doing a little bit of activity and that activity might be going for a walk that might be doing the five minute yoga that you've just seen on, on YouTube or whatever those opportunities release endorphins we all know about this we get this sense of achievement this good feeling and that immediately starts fighting the hormones which are giving us these you know these negative emotions effectively if you build that structure into your week that you actually are doing this exercise or doing this um activity for more than one just just this physical process mm. you will achieve benefits mentally from it i ex i experience it every day i did a run walk run walk yesterday like you yeah. you mentioned and i came back and i was like yeah i'm so good <laughs> smashed it yeah, yeah exactly do you know who i am yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love it now listen right arch if anybody wants to find out more about you you know or the work you do where can they go to get more information? And can anybody just get involved as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, Performance Physique, if you Google it, we come up quite high. Um, if you type in performance underscore physique on Instagram or Facebook, all those social media things will come up. And you'll actually see if you're on the social media, there's, um, there's like a seven days of running free program. Mm -hmm. Everyone can get involved. We are based in Solihull, um, so for, for anyone who wants kind of services, we work online via apps. We've got some cool technology. Um, and then also face-to-face. -face. But I, I just basically encourage people to get in, in contact. If there's something I can help with, even if it's just a few messages online, I'll always try my best. Fantastic. Well, I think Solihull's probably about 18 miles from here, so are you planning on running home? Uh, it's definitely not. <laughs> 
Arch, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and have a chat with me. Arch Tirachal from there, head coach at Performance Physique in Solihull. Oh, gosh, what a giggle.